we were behind on rent. Like, even though we were the only team in the company growing, we was like, we're behind on rent, behind on car payments. Like all these things were like, what if we just went and did this ourselves? Like, I think that we have the secret sauce that we could actually go build something ourselves. And so that's when we, you know, made the decision to do that. And that's when Lady Boss started. Welcome to the Couplepreneur Life podcast. In today's podcast, we have Brandon and Kaylin Pullion, uh, owners and founders of Lady Boss. Lady Boss, and I'm going to read a little bit here, is the fastest growing privately held company um, in America, for the fourth fastest, fourth fastest privately held company in America in 2019 per the Inc. 5000. Incredible. And they actually sold that to Russell Brunson, who's the owner of ClickFunnels. They sold it to him in 2022. But built it to a multi-nine-figure business. Absolutely. Literally from their kitchen table. Yes. They started out as couplepreneurs together. They did very, very right? young. Broke and in love with this big dream. <laughs> All right. Yep. And uh, had a great conversation with them. You're mm -hmm. not going to want to miss it here. Absolutely. And um, so let's. Um, in fact, we even have in the member section in the right. after show. Mm -hmm. You know, for, for our members only. They, they share. You know, the thing that made all the difference in both their marriage and in their business. Something that they impl implemented um, in their lives, and it made all the difference in their, in, like you said, in their marriage and their business. So, without further ado, let's bring on Brandon and Kaylin. Welcome. Here they are, as promised. We have Brandon and Kaylin Poland. Good to see you guys. Uh, thanks for having us, Richard and Laura. I'm so, I'm super excited for this. We're pumped. <laughs> well, I'm kind of scared too. You just said we're going to lightning. Lightning round you and surprise you, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this would be juicy. Yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, that'll be in the members area, so stick around for that. But yeah, that, so they're gonna be nervous the whole time. Like, how are we gonna get this? Oh no, you guys, it'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. But yes, welcome Brandon and Kaylin. We are so glad that you guys are here. We just recently got to meet you, meet you guys at an, an event that we were both at. Um, but we've we've followed um, Lady Boss, which, as we said in the intro, that you guys were the owners of Lady Boss recently sold it, um, which we do want to talk about. Um, but we followed when we started with our our first business online we came from brick and mortar then we went online yeah. and we trying to figure out the online thing so we what? found this guy um russell brunson yeah, have you ever heard right? of russell brunson have you ever heard of him he's yeah. kind of a weird yeah. weird quiet guy yeah. you know but <laughs> zero energy needs to come out of his know, show anyway sells potato guns or something <laughs> I don't know. so we, we started following click funnels which russell owns um and we stumbled across lady boss um which by the way I am a lady boss. So anyway, so we, we just started following you, you guys as well, because you were such a success story through ClickFunnels and, and through Lady Boss that yeah. you were building. So um, we want to hear kind of how it started, um, maybe even going back to. Yeah. How'd you guys how you, start how, together? Yes. I mean, you, you guys are like, what, you guys start like at 12 or something? Because look at you, what? Brandon was 12. Yes, I was 12. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like just getting into puberty. It was very interesting. <laughs> no, we, uh, we met, what, how old were we when we actually met? Like seven, you, you, seven I was like 19? Yeah, we were, 19? he was 19 and I, I was 23. Um, but I did not know he was 19. And that's I was what barely legal. Makes She's the this cougar. story crazy. Yeah. I was actually. I was actually engaged to someone. I'd been with this person for like seven years with this guy and we were engaged to be married. And Brandon at these network marketing events always saw me on stage like speaking and he would be like, Taylor, he had a super crush on me. Dang she it. was making more money than me too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he'd see me on stage and be like, dang, that chick right there. Like, I'm gonna like, as I want a wife like that. Like, like, you know, all this stuff. And all those buddies are like, bro, you can't marry her. Like, that's her fiance right there. Like, what are you talking about? And, uh, 
Um, uh, fast forward, this guy ends up two months before we get married, he ends up messing up, man. Like he runs off with this girl from Instagram, tells me he's going to like a, a challenge party. Oh like a yeah. Marketing par- I booked the flight, the hotel, the everything. And then all of a sudden, um, people start DMing me a picture of him kissing another girl that she had posted on her Instagram. And so by the time he got back, man, I was like, throw the ring at him, all this stuff. We're going to this, um, the big national event, which is the huge event that you take your entire team to uh, once a year. We're all going there. I'm like, listen, we're done, but we can't tell anybody because we don't want any of this drama like rolling out when all of our teams should be focused on going and doing what they're going to do. So at this event, we're already broken up. Engagement's off. Brandon walks up to this guy at the event and he's like, dude, I just want to tell you, well, say what you said. Oh, I just like, I just, I don't even know why I said it. I don't even say stuff like this to people I don't know, but I was like, Hey man, like your, your chick's awesome. Like, like (laughs) don't mess it up. (laughs) I I was like, don't mess it up. I don't know why I said that. I've never said that to anybody. Like, yeah like it was like prophetic i was like don't yeah mess i think that was a that was a god thing yeah. Dude, little did i know he already messed it up royally yeah i was about to yeah it's like oh my god single on facebook this guy calls me like i don't know him he's just seen me on stage right we met once yeah like one time that was yeah, like we met once. hey what's up yeah, we like shook hands that's, but that's i don't know it. him at all and so i go single on facebook this guy leaves his brother at dinner for <laughs> like <laughs> Just, just for like a dinner, and I got back from that event, and I'm scrolling my phone, and it was like Kaylin Tools single on Facebook update. You remember like when updated relationship statuses were a thing on Facebook? Yes. <laughs> How do I think about it? Like you don't see that anymore. Oh. Yeah. So like I was like, what? And I, I was like, boom! I, I had her phone number because I had it from him because I had talked to him before, and so I just called her. And I guess I was like the first person to talk to you. Right? Yeah, I was like, who's calling me from Albuquerque, New Mexico? So I like answer it and I'm like, <laughs> oh, and he's like, hey, it's Brandon Pullen. You want to remember me? But like, what happened? And he was the first person to ask me. And so I told him the whole story. And I was like, I don't even care. I'm going to bi- build it back bigger and badder. And that's when he was like, who is this chick? Well, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sitting here thinking, okay, <laughs> you built, you built the, the, the position under his social security number. So you don't own it. You were the builder and the driver. He wasn't, right? So, like, he had everything, and he was holding it on a string, like, hey, come back, but I'm not giving you anything unless you come back. And so I'm, like, I'm thinking that's devastating, you know? That's, like, like, it's, like, it's, like, your whole business basically being taken from you by the person you thought you were going to marry that cheated on you, right? Like, that sucks, right? And then she's on the phone, and she's, like, I don't even care. Let's do it again. I'm like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) So then I read the five love languages. Someone referred me to the book. I'm sure you guys have read it. Most people have. And I'm like, not even in a relationship way. Cause I was like, I'm never, I'm not doing relationships for a while. I was like, dude, you got to read this book. Like for your network marketing team, you're going to know exactly what makes a move. Like, this is such a great book. He expects a book. He reads it. And he's like, which one are you? I was like, well, I'm a gifter. So he finds out I love sugar cookies. He ships me this big, huge box. I open it. It's like this big, huge thing of sugar cookies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the card says, you always tell me I know what to say, but it's your language. I wish to speak. See you soon, Brandon. And so I packed my whole car that night. I drove 26 hours to Denver, Colorado (laughs) and uh, drove all the way up there, rolled up in the driveway. It was like 1 a.m., this guy comes out of the front door of the house in white skinny jeans, his high top, this no ten, shirt on. Ten yeah. days after we first met. Yeah, right. ten days after we've been FaceTiming like we, every we had night. First yeah, and we've been FaceTiming every night. And I was like, 
he just kept getting me just come work from here you've never seen mountains just come work from here get out of where you are right so I roll up in the driveway he comes out snap back the whole deal I get out of the car send the text you know I'm here he comes out the front door rolls up to me in the driveway picks me up kisses me in the driveway just then is like it was gonna happen sooner or later might as well have happened sooner and I was close in that moment I was closed uh he proposed to me like 10 months later with no ring I said yes um he's like I promise I'll make up for it one day uh and then we got married 11 months after that that's so cool (laughs) that is the craziest story and there and just yes it fits now knowing you guys it fits you guys and it fits your business story as well because there's so many business lessons in there Mm -hmm. as well just going for it no kidding okay so then what happened with with network marketing do you guys stand network marketing you built a team you know what happened next yeah we um we we rebuilt um her position we just started like co-oping it together so before we were married or anything, we just started building together. We just like, like she was like the setter and I was the closer. Like, that's what we did. It was like, like we were just like, we were an assembly line, you know, we, like we loved everybody we worked with, but we were literally on the phone 16 hours a day. So we like came into our relationship working. Like yeah. there was no, yeah. day one, there was no like day one. That was like the precedent. Like yeah. we didn't, we didn't like do something else before. Like we came, it was like work brought us together. Yeah. You're right. together. And how did you define in that? Like mm-hmm. you said, you know, um, Kaylin was the, the setter and you were the closer. Mm-hmm. How did you guys determine those roles? Mm-hmm. Did it happen naturally or did you just kind of look at your skills and say? Uh, at, at that time, we're like talking, you know, like our first ever business endeavor, which was, you know, with marketing. That's- really, I had the weight loss transformation. So I would like build the belief of like the product works and it's amazing. And then Brandon would yeah. talk like the business side of like, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's, that's really how we separated it because, you know, you had the, the, the greater story. Like I was, I'm like this, like skinny, you were like, like building muscle. I'm like, we're talking, it's like 80% that. women. And I'm like the skinny 18, you know, 19 year old kid. Like, <laughs> like I got pudgy ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> So, so I was like more inclined towards the business side. That's what excited me. And then she just had this incredible story and the ability to tell it yeah. in, in, in a way and connect with people. So we just, we just like, we found our roles and we've done that a few times over, over the last, you know, decade really that we've been together. And it's so, it's so important, you know, it's like, absolutely what roles, right. Yeah. So you guys were a couple of Panur from the very beginning of your relationship, right? They, yeah, I think it was like the commonality. Like that was one of the things that attracted us to one another was that we were both driven and like we both wanted to build something. We both wanted to go. And I was like, this guy can hang with me. Right. And he was like, the same thing, like this chick can hang like we could like build something. And then like the vision was just we're building this network marketing position. And we woke up one day and we're like, why are we making five percent when we could go make like have our own business and do this right. and sell? Like weight loss programs online since i have a story and know how to do it what if we just did our own thing right and so we're walking on the treadmill like are we really going to do this uh at a planet fitness and um we had grown that position back and then basically we were behind on rent like even though we were the only team in the company growing we was like we we're behind on rent behind on car payments like all these things were like what if we just went and did this ourselves like i think that we have the secret sauce that we could actually go build something ourselves and so that's when we you know made the decision to do that and that's when lady boss started that's amazing. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, a little, I'm dumbfounded. I know. Um, so how how old were you then when you started Lady Boss? You were 20, 21. It was, it was 2014. Yeah, you were 21. So I was, tw- yeah. Yeah, because you were 21 when we got married. We got married. Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah. Yeah, I was 21. 
So I could I could legally go into a bar. Yeah. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) It was like I was done with with bars. Um, okay, so so we started Lady Boss, right? And um, how I've got so many questions. How did you figure out how to to do your own product as well? I mean, because when you had the network marketing business, they all had the product and, and whatever, right? But now you had to go into development and all that, right? Yeah. So, so uh, I begged him for five well, years. Really, what happened was the, the network marketing, yeah. <laughs> the network marketing company, really just like. We, I think the whole time we were there, we sold like $12 million worth of product, right? Mm-hmm. Between the two of us. Um, and we made a full-time living, multiple six figures, which is like insanely difficult. Anybody that could even make any money in network marketing is incredible. Like yes. Without a doubt. So hard to do, right? You like, it's, it was training ground. It was entrepreneur training ground for us, right? Sure. And so then, then you move to, okay, the, the company's tanking, like the momentum's gone. It's, I don't think like there's no market um, saturation in terms of, of customers, but more awareness and people kind of like, Oh, I've heard that thing already. And the weight loss world, it's very, it's a very cyclical, like, Oh, I've heard about something. Oh, like I have a friend that said that didn't work. And like, we all know it's like, it's never the program you're on that doesn't work. It's you that didn't finish it or follow it. Yes. Yes. That's the way it works. So we blame the thing. We move on to the next fad. It's, it's a difficult market to be in period. Right. So anyways, so that that's kind of, taking down we're like behind on rent and car payments we didn't know anything about money or how to manage it or like we owed all this tax all these taxes all this stuff that we didn't know about Hmm. and so it was basically like go to a different mlm right or start our own thing and if we went if we had gone to a different company right and at the time she was being courted by a different company and our relationship was like hanging by a thread yeah like we're engaged like we're about to break it up we're like we're like rock bottom at this Uh point like this was the rock bottom for us relationship wise, business wise. And I just remember being in my room on my knees and being like, God, like mm. if you help me through this, like I will never forget it. Right. And so like, why, what, why were you at rock bottom with the relationship? Don't mean to cut in, but it's important. You know, was it because of all the, was it overwhelm all the, you know, where you were at financially, yeah, business wise. And yeah, I think it was just like, we had this identity in our success and like, like it was like our first experience cycling, like mm-hmm. a site, you know, cycling is like, you know, going through success and then failure in business. Mm-hmm. And ultimately we built a successful company at that MLM, but then it failed. Like we failed, like, like it, it tanked. Right. And mm-hmm. so like just dealing with all the emotions and the, the impact of that the first time I think is the hardest for any entrepreneur. And so we're both dealing with that at the same time. You know, it's just stressful, right? Like I'm like fixing windshields at gas stations to like pay the bills. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. behind. And then she's off like being courted by company and at parties and stuff like not like like wild parties, but like business parties and stuff. And it just it was just like, like that time, you know, we're young. We're just trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And and so God entered the picture in a big way. We were both already believers and saved. And and then it was like I really committed my life to following Jesus at that point. And, and that's mm. where like the spiritual side of my life like came alive. And, and then things just started to get restored. So she came back and we basically whiteboarded what became lady boss, which did $200 million in revenue, right. Over it's, it's, yes. and so like that, that was like all that all came kind of to that point. And it was like at the bottom is when we were like, all right, we're going to do this. We're not going to jump to another MLM because if we do that, then we're going to steal from our parents who are enrolled either under us or below us. Mm-hmm. Right. So it'd be like, 
taking people with us and affecting our parents' income because we both had our family involved in the company. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're not doing that. Like this is my little sister's private school money. Like that's not happening. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I mess with that. So so you you were paying nine bucks a month for this guy, Joe Donnelly. Yeah. To, for his workout program. Mm-hmm. And, and and he delivered workouts and and uh and that's that's what I was like, I'm like, he's got 10,000 people paying nine yeah. bucks a month. I'm like, and he just makes a workout. I'm like, we, we can, can do that. <laughs> that makes you know the business side. And she's just like, I just want to help women. Like I've had this incredible transformation. She won a pro card, right? Like in, in bodybuilding in that world, it's like yes. insanely hard to get that. And so wow. we kind of came together and was like, well, we know social media, we understand digital. Like mm-hmm. that's our generation. We like she, sales. she's got the story. We know our customer. We spent four years in front of them one-on-one in a living room every night building this thing. And so mm-hmm. we basically took that and translated it instead of MLM to direct to consumer, right? Like digital marketing based. And that's really how, how Lady Boss launched with a workout and, uh, and, and meal plan program that she built. Like she built like a HTML5 app. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know how you did that. I remember that. I was like- You did it yourself? Long. Yeah. We did everything ourselves. It was just me and her and a laptop because we didn't have any money, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we're, we're in the gym overnight. Like my brother worked at a gym. We would sneak in overnight. He would sneak us in and then we would film videos. Yeah. From like our, 11 p.m. to like three rig. in the morning. I wish I so, could show him a picture of the iPhone rig we had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great for the couple of newers out there, yes. you know, yeah. that do know you as well because mm-hmm. you, you guys are known now. Um, and, and so looking at you guys now, well, it's course, you know, it's Brandon and Kaylin. It was an overnight success and, and story. Lady sure. boss and all, of course. But to hear these stories, oh man, just gives gives hope. It absolutely uh, does. So Brandon has a GED, you yeah. know, he's very educated. Like, of course, <laughs> yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, and Kaylin, you come from small town Indiana, right? I mean, I graduated okay. from like 30 kids. Kaylin drove her tractor to school. Yeah, we had drive your tractor to school day. That's how like country I am. I didn't <laughs> believe her. I was like, I had to show him pictures. Show me a receipt. I don't believe you. <laughs> Being from Indiana, I do believe that. Yes. Uh, I don't know if we ever had to drive your tractor, but pretty close. Uh, all right. So um, kind of going into more couplepreneur stuff, right? Um, how do you guys leave work at work? Um, I know a lot of people are saying, um, what's a work-life balance and we, we should be 50-50 and blah, 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 which we totally disagree with. But um, how do you guys do it? How do you make sure that, you know, it's, it's still Brandon and Kaylin, right? Um, but you, you've obviously got a, a business or had a business that you were growing. You're working on other things now. How did you guys leave work at work or, or did you? Yeah, I honestly, I think it's the idea of like, you're not going to talk about work. I think it's the stupidest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. Cause I'm like, just commute, like most, most couples that not even not, like, forget the entrepreneur thing. Yeah. Most couples don't even communicate. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're communicating right. and you're both like enjoying the communication, like you should keep doing that. I think that's healthy. So I don't really believe in that. Like, Oh, we're not going to talk about this subject. Like, I think that's dumb. Like how many couples you, like if you're, if you're on here right now and you like went out to dinner last week, it's like not easy to like drum up exciting conversation. So if you have something you're both excited to talk about, like you should just keep talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And then, the, and then the same. times that I would tell Brandon, I'm like, I think I'm done talking about work. And they'd be like, well, then what do you want to talk about? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. And so then I came up with this idea the next time at dinner, cause we go on a weekly date night, we do a weekly date night. Um, we can get in, into more of this. I and mean, like once a month we do an overnight 
And then once a quarter, we do a trip together. And that's like set in stone. We plan for that in the beginning of the year. Like we plan all those things out. Every reservation's made. It's non-negotiable. We literally turned down dinner with someone else last night because we're like, no, we're sorry. Like it's date night. And they were only in town for a couple of days. We're like, sorry, it's date night. It's a Mm non-negotiable. And so I showed up to that next date night. And when Brandon, like we were talking through work things, like what was exciting, what we're doing and blah, blah. And then I'm like, okay, like I'm ready. I want to like talk about us stuff. And he's like, ask me the the notorious question. Well, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I'm so glad you asked. I actually pulled up all these questions on Google. This is something we do at every date night now. I literally just Googled like great questions to ask your spouse, right? Mm-hmm. And so then we just like one by one go through these questions. And some of them are silly questions and some are fun and some are like super deep questions. And we now have like other things to conversate about because we will naturally as both entrepreneurs talk about business the entire time. And then dinner becomes a business meeting when I'm like, I want more conversation that's on the out, like about our relationship, about our marriage, about who we are as people, about how we're growing together. Right. And uh, it's like, but if you don't have those tools, if you don't have the land for that conversation, then how, how do you expect the conversation to go there? You know? And I, I think like as a lot of, I think a lot of couplepreneurs, as you call them, it's a great name. Like, I think they, they fail because the relationship just becomes a business partnership. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really sad. Like I, I, I hear it being propagated. It's like, oh, marry someone because they believe in your dreams and like, and like, you're going to build something together. And you're I'm like, yes, like you should align and be attracted. And like, we can get into like the reason people marry. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> um, but, but I think ultimately, if you take the friendship and you take sex out of marriage, then you basically just have a business partnership. Right. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, you can already, you can have business partners, but like, if you're not, shouldn't be your roommate. Yeah. Like you're like, you're not business roommates, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you, if you're business roommates, it's like, I think your, I think your marriage has to come first. Otherwise the rest of it will suffer. Okay. You guys have to come speak at our next retreat. Yeah, you do. Because everything you just said is everything that we teach. And you guys are younger. Maybe they'll listen listen to you. Right. (laughs) You guys are young and cool. So Um, (laughs) Brandon, you're so right. That is dumb. Um, We believe that too. That's a great way to put it. It's just dumb to think that if you have a business together, that you're growing in it and it is like it's your kingdom and it's something that hopefully you both have interest in and you have a passion for the people that you serve for for your employees all of those things of course you're going to want to talk about that because not only is that that your life but it's your hobby as well right so we really do as we have coach you know couples don't think that at five o'clock you you turn off the business and now we talk about the kids and everything else it just doesn't work that way and also you bring bring the kids along as well I and mean, you guys have two very young daughters they see you working together, right? They, then they see the ups, the downs, all the things. Um, you don't want to shelter them from that. You, you want them to become a part of the business or, or at least, you know, it's, it is a family business, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. we had my stepmother, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, sister-in-law, your brother, my brother and my sister all working for us at the same time. Wow. So family business. I'm like all too familiar with. Yeah, no, I think something important. Uh, one day he said it, um, and it was like there was something we were having to miss at Romy's school, or things we weren't able to do, or I wasn't, you know, able to drive her to school and stuff like that because we had meetings and everything. And I was like, I really feel like it's like hurting me. Like I'm having like all this guilt about it that mm-hmm. I'm not like being able to participate as like the full all in mom. 
you know, and as everyone else puts it like, oh, like, what do you mean you don't drive your kid to school? What do you mean? Like you didn't make the class party. And I had like all this guilt about it. And Brandon said, yeah, but what do you think is like more important? Like, and not more important, but like, it's so important for them to see us hustling, like to see, like, we have this amazing, beautiful yes. home. They have to know that it's not just here. Like, oh, you just get these types of things in life. No, like they have to see us grinding for it and working for it and having to sacrifice for it because for them, like they'll see like, oh, like we get to go on that, have these experiences. We get to go snowboarding in Aspen with mom and dad because like mom and dad are doing this podcast right now and didn't drive me to school this morning because they had this important thing they had to do for the business. And like, that's how we get the things that we have. Absolutely. And then it shows them that they're, that your lives don't revolve around them, right? Of course, you know, you, you love your kids and, and their priority and, and all those things, but the real priority is you guys putting your marriage first. That's one of our, our top pillars is you put your marriage first. If you put your marriage first, everything else works out, the business, the kids, all the things, right? Um, we tell them, I'm like, mom and dad rich y'all broke yep yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right on mine, mine it's like you don't have to teach no. them that, right you know like we got we got a one and a half year old and a four-year-old and the one yeah. and a half year old's like in that phase now it's like mine, mine, mine. mine. Like, no 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 you don't have anything nothing you here is yours. Yeah. did you pay for that nope. <laughs> I, I by the grace of me i, I let you let you live here that's what we used to tell our kids right um all right so what what's something that you guys wish that you knew when you first started out as couple preneurs and you guys are a unique situation in that you did start out from the very beginning but what's looking back what is something's like man i wish we would have known that and we could have avoided these pitfalls i um i i know really early on we're both very driven very type a and kaylin is is uh like she's very type A. She's driven. She's like a breath there. Yeah. I need to like <laughs> catch it. She's she's spicy and fiery and driven. And that's what makes her great. And that's what I loved about her when I first talked to her mm. for four hours on the phone. Right. Like, and then 10 days after that, it was like, oh, I love this woman. But we had to get in line in the divine design of a family structure of someone's got to be the leader. Mm -hmm. And so we were butting heads a lot. Like, you know, and I don't know if this is common or maybe it's rare for us. I have no idea. But early on, I wish we would have like established that because we spent six months, like we spent six months, like really struggling, just like who's going to be the alpha kind of thing. Cause she's just mm -hmm. very like driven in that way. Well, I was used to having to lead for my family and my relationship. And so I didn't yeah. trust you to lead anything. Cause I was like, well, what happens if the same happens again? You know what I mean? Like I was independently in our relationship. Like I was an independent inside of our relationship, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yes. We're like, we're in this world now where we're trying to just like demasculinize men and we're trying to demonize men. And, and we're like, it's like, no, like the divine design of the family is the father is the head of the household. The man is the head of the household. So even if the woman's the entrepreneur, that's fine too. If you're a couplepreneur and the woman's like the CEO, that's, that's still fine. But, but, but in the, the psychology of the house and in the family, the man still has to be the leader and still has to take the, there's not two generals that go to one general, right? Like that, like it just doesn't work. Right and on, So Brent. we had to like, it, we actually like literally, you know, we're, we're believers. We went to the Bible and I was like, what does it say? It was like, like, he, oh, I submit to your husband. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot to unpack on all that, but yes. basically I wish we would have known that earlier because we struggled mm -hmm. a lot with that. But once we got in line with that, yeah. it was like once I got once I got in line is what it means. Once I got in line, <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Hey." laughs> 
And so, you know, we read it and I was like, okay, I get it. And I was like, well, what we're doing right now, is it working with having these two generals with me, like trying to be like the one and him be the one at the same time? Like it's not working. We're going in, like, we're splitting in two different directions. And so I was just like, well, let's see what happens, you know? And it was at a point where I'm like, okay, I trust him. And I say, I love him. So why, like, why wouldn't I do that? And it was a pride thing for me. of just like, I was used to leading. I'm used to being the leader. I'm used to being the one that like everyone follows of telling everyone what to do. Right. And like, this is what we're, what's going to happen, what we're going to do and making decisions on things. And, um, the day that I was like, okay, Brandon, like it's you, like, I got it. Like I'm in. And ever since that moment, like together, like once you come into alignment together, instead of going two different directions, it's like, once I became became in alignment un- under him like under authority with Brandon and people don't like that word but it's like he's a, under the authority of God and if I'm under the authority of him like I'm protected and we're like moving like geese like we're like flying through things um, yes. because of that alignment and so it took all the struggle out of our relationship and out of our business once I did that and you, you know oh. what the beautiful about that whole thing is what? the beautiful thing about this in, this entire like decision that we made is that in lady boss I had to submit my entire like desire to be on a stage, to be the person, to be the guy, to be that. And I became the back end of the business and I Mm -hmm. became, I became the CEO and she became the brand, the personality, the, the, the vision, the the marketing for, for the front end. And Mm -hmm. so like, I had to submit almost myself right to her in that way. And then it was like, we were on a rocket ride. Once we were aligned, once we're like, all right, you got your spot. I've got my spot. This is where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And like, it was like, it, it was like, we were now riding the rocket ship, right? But There's while to get there. So much there so guys. Much wisdom. And yeah, so, yeah, so much wisdom. How old are you guys? <laughs> so much wisdom. There. 29. 12. And- yeah. Oh man. I'm 33. Wow. wow. And, and just looking at you guys and, and from the outside in, you know, Kaylin, there's nothing about you that comes across as any kind of weakness or whatso- whatsoever. No. I no, mean, I'll you, fight outside right now. Let's you, go. I know your strength is there. And, and Brandon, so, so is yours. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, you got it fixed on the home front, mm-hmm. but that doesn't, you know, that's, that's within your home, right? Which we, same kind of thing, Brandon, I'm married to a woman here that, you know, I'm a kind of guy on date night. I like to watch the rom-coms, you know, I, I, I like the mushy stuff. She wants to see someone waterboarded, yeah. you know, she wants, you know, she's that kind of, she's, you know, all into the, the war stuff and you know, who's, who's being tortured and who's being whatever she, she's that gal. Okay. Um, and so, but in our home, we had to come to that, that, you know, so you have those strong, you know, personalities. We had to come to that. Sure. That, yeah. that matter too. And, um, and you were like, you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Kaylin, you came to it way earlier than I did. Yeah. It took me a long time. And when I read the, the verse in the Bible about wives submit to your husband, I'm like, she threw up. He actually happening. threw up. Yeah, right. I think I did too. Yeah. yeah one of those, but, um, truly the biblical version of, how a home should be structured and what marriage is, is it's, it's the, it's perfect, right? I mean, that's why God created it, but that it is really hard for women. So Kaylin, thank you. And Brandon too, thanks so much for being so transparent yes. because you're speaking to other women. Um, no one, like Richard said, no one's looking at Kaylin going, well, yeah, now she's, she's a submissive, she's a submissive, submissive wife. little woman. Yeah. <laughs> the misconception too, I was reading this the other day um, that I learned about it was like, and when you hear that term, like if, if when your husband submits himself to God, right? Like when your husband submitted. And so the problem with 
husbands are thinking, oh, my wife needs to submit to me and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, are you submitted to God? Because she has, there's no reason that she should be submitted to you if you're not submitted to God, because she is submitted to God, right? And so if he's not submitted, Mm, are you looking at your wife and saying like, submit to me, you know what this verse says? Well, it's like, are you fully submitted? Because I only submitted to him to lead me because I know he's being led correctly. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you got to look at yourself too, husbands and say, am I fully submitted? And why would my wife get in line with me? If like, I'm not under that authority where she's going to be protected. She's out here having to have her own protection and being submitted to God first. So there is a space for the husband between wife and God, if that husband is fully submitted too. So that's absolutely. And it's trust. And it's trust, right? Um, Because women are wired for security. We need security. Um, and so if, if we can't trust you to, to lead us well and can't trust that you are seeking God for wisdom and, and all the things, then of course not. It, it's, it's impossible for us to, to trust and then and submit as well. So, um, all right. I'd love to share uh, one tip about our alignment because I feel like this is the one thing that Brandon started making us do that I hated and it like fully transformed our marriage. Sure. So I'd love for him to share. Wait, are like- we doing the club member thing now? No, we'll do that after. We'll do this and then we'll, we'll head over to the club. We no, should save this save, for that. Let's we'll save it. it for the club. We're going right, to save it for that. He's right. Good. Save it for that. Okay, Trust so that good teaser. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so we will save that. So, okay, so um, we're going to. Thank you, Brandon. Yes. We, oh, is there anything else? Um, why, well, one other well, thing before we go to club. Um, we always ask, how do you keep the passion, unity, and adventure in your marriage? Um, and I think um, you guys said it earlier, where you do do um, plan weekly date nights in stone, you know, once a month, you go away for an overnighter and, and all the things, right? Um, when did you guys institute that? And how have you seen that change? Because I think that does keep the passion, unity, and adventure in, in your marriage. Yeah, so we, um, I, I think uh, you, you got to set up a structure, right? You got to set up a, a system. That's how I look at things, right? It's like, cool, there's a tip, there's a one off. It's like, it'll never last. Like you got to set it up, you know? So whatever you do that works for you, like set it up in a system and treat it like you would your business, mm-hmm. right? Put it on the calendar. Like you would your business, yeah. have an agenda, have intention. Like you would your business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny. Like we treat our business like, Oh man, we got to structure it up and we got to dial it up. And we're going to, yeah. we're going to go to seminars, weekly meetings. Yeah. We're going to go to seminars and we're going to put all this energy and effort. And I'm just like, imagine if we did that for our relationships or our families, like mm-hmm. what would happen. Right. So for us, it's, it's pretty simple. Honestly, there's the, the face-to-face time, mm-hmm. which is that date night, right? We're face-to-face. We do questions and we just prioritize like our life's crazy. We've got business employees, investments, multiple companies that we're working with. Mm-hmm. We've got two young kids. Like it's, it's crazy, right? Like you guys know if anyone who's mm-hmm. ever been in that seat knows. And so, so you prioritize it. And then we do a monthly overnight, mm-hmm. which is basically we'll go to a concert and then stay the night. Yeah. Or... Like, like we'll do an overnight somewhere just to like get away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, usually we drive. It's like, I don't want to fly to do that. We mm-hmm. just drive somewhere cool. And, and then we do a, a quarterly trip. Right. And so typically the quarterly trip is with the family um, but it's still like, we, we still make an intention together. So that's kind of like our, our cadence, if you will. And then we'll talk about the alignment later. Cause I think that's probably one of the biggest things is just being in that, um, it's kind of like our marriage meeting for the week, if you will. And the way that we evolved that and structure it, I think is huge for us. Well, I, I think an important part to ask is like, you have your three questions. Like, how do you keep like the adventure and what were the other two things? Like- Passion, unity, and adventure unity and adventure and i think like the most important thing to do here is ask your spouse like where what what are the things that i do or that we're doing that make you feel fa- passion unity and adventure because like my terms of adventure if brandon had a guess he might be like 
you know, maybe Kaylin wants to do this. I'm like, let's set this up. But for me, like adventure is like, let's go to the basketball game. Like, let's go to the college basketball game. Or like, let's go to a concert or let's go and like do a scavenger hunt downtown. Like, what does that actually mean to your, to your spouse? Like, what do they actually want to do? And so how we set it up through the year is like one trip is like something that I really want to do. And then maybe the next one is him. So maybe one month, like the concert we're going to this month is a concert he really wanted to go to. And then in March, like I really want to go to the NCAA tournament that's in um, Houston, right? You're such a hooser. He's a hit. No, I'm not a huge. I'm a cards I, fan. I live, I, live, I live in a frat house. She yeah. has like football on all the time. I'm like, I've got it made. I love it. It's like yeah. a gossip girl on it. Yeah, house. but it's it's really it's having sports. that clarity around what what do those words mean to your spouse, right? Because mm-hmm. like you could guess and just say like, oh, this is what other people are doing. This is what Kaylin and Brandon do. But like, what are those words mean in your relationship? And then how do you structure it to make sure that like each person is getting that opportunity of doing things that they want to do with their spouse. Like Brandon could probably care less about going to a basketball game with me, but he has fun. Cause then once he's there and he sees how excited I am, he's like, dude, this is so much fun. This is legit. Right. He's not the one watching eight games of basketball on the weekend. Like I am right. But he does that for me. Cause it's something I want to do. So define what those adventure moments are in your relationship and then like plan them accordingly. So everyone is like getting to have fun and getting to have fun together. One other thing that we just started doing, um, I read this out of a book. I can't remember a book, but it was like side by side time. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. right now we're taking tennis and pickleball lessons together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like yeah. we get, so it's like stack stuff. It's like, it's mm-hmm. fun to get the workout, mm-hmm. right? It's like, there's only so much staying time. Right. And it's like, you got to stack your, your, the things you want out of your life. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, and, that's, and, that's and we're having done. a blast doing it. Yeah. Because I was just like, Brandon, I want to do like something exciting. I want to have fun with you, but I want it to be like, I love to compete. I'm like a competitor. Like mm-hmm. I will compete over anything. No, and, no, not you. Yeah, okay. for sure. And I know you couldn't guess that, but yeah. I was just like, I so I wanted like maybe start taking tennis lessons together when neither one of us knew how to play tennis, but just like going there and being to be in that competitive element and do it together and learn something new together that totally put us both out of our comfort zone has mm-hmm. been like one of the best things we've done. And now like that it's cold outside, we play pickleball indoor and do lessons together and play together indoor or in our neighborhood right here we play and it's been so much fun guys that's awesome and it it is the intentionality right because if you don't plan it out if you don't have intention with that it's just never going to happen because your days go by your weeks go by your months go by right so good for you guys that you plan that out even at the beginning of the year so yeah love that love it Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Hey, hey what are some ways uh, if they want to get in contact with you or, or follow you follow or, or whatever? Yeah. Um, Real Brandon Pullen on Instagram. And then you can just look me up. Kaylin Pullen. Kaylin Pullen. Yeah. Whatever. So I'm in the media. middle of a handle exchange. We're pretty active on Facebook and Instagram, I think yeah. more than anything. So yeah. And you guys have a new podcast coming out. Yeah. It's called yeah. Big Business Mistakes. And so we're going to highlight, like, bring on awesome entrepreneurs and even stories of ourselves of like, here's the mistakes we made. So you don't have to make them too. Um, and so that's a really exciting podcast. There's for some, launching there's some juicy stories in that one. Oh yeah. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to get some haircuts. Oh man. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be sure to check that out. Then. Absolutely. So, we'll have the links in the show notes yes. as well for, for all of those. So um, Brandon oh. and Kaylin, Thank you so much for joining us um, on this pod, on Couplepreneur Life podcast. We really do appreciate it. Great words of wisdom from a, a dynamic young couple. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And then so you're going to stick around. So we'll see you in our member section here. Mm-hmm. And uh, have, they're going to have some more fun things to share. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a member, hey, stick around. We'll, we'll see you over in the members area. And for the rest of you, hey, we appreciate you having you here. It was fun seeing you. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Bye, guys.